Oh no, we're not gonna. You're not gonna hear the music. I'm gonna have to put it in post because uh, mm-hmm. I don't know well, whose fault. Just it ver- is. verbalize maybe, it, maybe for God's sake. But then I have to talk <laughs> over. So I'm not gonna do that. I have to. Is there a 40 stripper that's about to come out? <laughs> a 40. What, what do I sound like a brass band or something? <laughs> 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 Welcome to AE Double Back for <laughs> October 23rd, 2021. It's a Saturday. It's a Saturday night dynamite, which means everything is just all, it's all a kerfuffle. It's a Saturday night uh, dynamite. It's a Sunday night AE uh, Double Back. Uh, this everything. is Monday, isn't it? It's Monday, Colbert. That's how bad things are. Oh, shit. <laughs> I... <laughs> oh, no. Hi, Calder. How are you? I am. How I'm, was your weekend? I'm a problem here. <laughs> uh, my kid's fourth Look. birthday party was this weekend, so I have I've got nothing. I've got no- and now he's sick because obviously somebody got somebody was sick there, so everybody got sick, and so it's that's how um, children work. I am I'm well. Children don't off. work. That's the problem. Thanks to liberals, <laughs> they're mm. little bacteria gangsters. They, <laughs> they bust into your house. <laughs> Spreading oh all their germs. Wait, 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 what are they doing? The, the pandemic was pretty good because uh, we didn't send the kids out to like do all sorts of crazy stuff and catch all kinds of diseases. So um, the past like year and a half, way fewer colds than uh, would have normally been the case. Yeah, I mean, it's so, been great. Uh, the we we keep our child in a cage and he uh, he pees in a bucket. Yeah, and 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 he hasn't gotten sick, so it's a it's net a plus. Clean bucket. Is the important thing. Well, this weekend <laughs> we was the Final Fantasy Seven concert, the oh. symphonic thing. It was unfucking real. So did they, good. Did they play all the hits? I did died. They, yes, they, they did. They, and they did they play menu the music? Oh, yes, they did. And which is one of the most beautiful <laughs> things ever, by the way. Uh, and to hear it on its own, I think is very beautiful. But like to hear that music that was like a 16 bit fucking thing on Super Nintendo, to hear it transferred to an orchestra and a choir and everything, holy shit, I literally cried. The, the whole thing was breathtaking. I can't describe it. It was breathtaking because you, don't hear it with actual instruments and voices normally. You hear, you know, the electronic version of these things. But did they oh play the God. one that goes wow No, but they did do a symphonic version. They did like the, a battle sequence, you know, like oh, a I do know the you know some of the battle songs, and then um, at the end. Of that sequence, they did the dun, 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 dun. oh my god, I died! I died a thousand deaths. I, I don't know if I can deal with uh, the notion of uh, like a fanatical like concert uh, audience reacting to these pieces. It's not like people were fanatical. People were clapping when they're supposed to. You missed um, out on the just video. People game love this music. Over. It's beautiful. If you like all kinds of. Like video games, I don't, I don't, I don't know what my, my what my level of passion would be if I went to go like hear uh, uh, a concert of uh, music from Streets of Rage too. I... Well, that's because it's a total. Okay, are you have you played Final Fantasy VII? Just curious. I, uh, 
that I never, I never, I never played any of those games. I appreciate. Okay, so that is I, how I know you've never played that game because you would not say those things had you heard this music, even on Super Nintendo, the 16-bit version of stuff. Like literally, it's gorgeous and beautiful. And of course, with the remake, they even like updated it from there, of course, and it sounds amazing on that game as well. But the orchestral version of this is it's it's like any other symphonic masterpiece you know what i mean it doesn't sound like some bullshit it sounds like a serious composer created serious work like you would go to listen to tchaikovsky or something i 100 percent get it uh i just think it's weird that you would go to see um uh, uh a bunch of orchestra or orchestral performers like playing with their uh, um, PlayStations, like, on stage. Just seems yeah, weird. yeah, well, that is... Hilarious. Yeah. Cool that uh, hilarious, but no, they didn't play it on GarageBand. Like, uh, they like, did how did they get all those PSPs or Rock Band like, or whatever it's called? Did they, they have to take a lot of breaks to, to eat, drink Mountain Dew and, and eat? <laughs> to, <laughs> it was incredible. I was so happy. And I got all this merch. Yay. Hey, did you see uh, uh, Ray while you were there? Yeah, were Ray also... and Penta there? No, no, no. no. <laughs> Ray Phoenix, not Ray Phoenix. <laughs> Crying out loud. Ray from Knowing is Half the Podcast. Uh, if he's into that kind of thing, then he was he probably there. This concert had been postponed like three or four yeah. times due no, to no, COVID. No, like- he didn't. He didn't go to a uh, a party that night because uh, that uh, we went to because he was going to that show. That's how oh, he was there. Then you know what? You're going to hear about this even more mm. because as much as I'm talking about it right now, I know that motherfucker motherfucker is going to talk about it. Well, do you? But do you have any notes uh, on my uh, dismissive cutting remarks uh, so that I can hone them for him? Uh, well, I have some notes. Because it's just so obvious you've never listened or played yeah. that game that it's you're, best not even to say anything. <laughs> you're going to have to do some research before you uh, come at this again. Because well, yeah. I, uh, I, 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 I played a Cherry Coke sponsored ripoff of Mist once, and I think that that's more than enough. All right. Well, whatever. Okay. So here at AE Doubleback, what we like to do is not only talk about AEW and their show Dynamite and such. But we also like to go and review their t-shirts because it's fun, and why not? Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. They got cool shit. So getting into that, they have some new shirts because they always have new shirts, and I love that about them. <laughs> <laughs> There's always something fun. Um, so some of the new arrivals, we have two AEW mm. shirt. Uh, one is a shirt. One's a sweatshirt. Uh, one of the sweatshirts is a tie-dyed, a pink tie-dye version. Uh, both the shirt and the sweatshirt are just like the AEW logo, and it looks cool. It looks cool, although there was some backlash because obviously it's a, a, a Susan G. Komen thing, oh. and uh, they they have a very poor reputation as yeah. far as the uh, charities go. And yeah, they do. Like, Man, I thought Tony Khan was smarter than that uh, to – hook up with them i'm like oh wow i don't know maybe some people don't do enough research or maybe they know someone that it's like uh stumps for them or something and they trust that person and don't yeah. do the research into the actual company yeah but yeah, yeah whatever the shirts do look nice yeah uh then we have 
I know this is going to be your favorite. Ooh. The Blade. Ooh, I like this one a lot. This is a lovely shirt. It's this a very is nice. Really cool. This it's looks really like a sixties um, graphic novel type. Yeah. Um, version of, and it's just really well done. Yeah, yeah it's a real it, big two color style. It's like black, white, and red. And the blade is in the D. Yeah. Yeah, he oh. is. I mean, <laughs> a blade is in the D. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it, it's a it's a super yeah it's a it's a super cool super slick one. It totally has that that graphic novel feel. Uh, yeah. and I'm I'm not sure quite what title I would I would place it in, but it's uh, it, very aesthetically it like pleasing. It, like if you saw it on the street, you might even think it's like advertisement for a, some old horror movie or something. Yeah, maybe cool. maybe. Um. Then we have Ray Phoenix. The name of this is King Spray. Because you know that. how he likes to spray water when he comes oh, in I guess that's the true. ring. Uh, it's like a an interesting. Um, it reminds me of a certain filter when you like take uh, a photograph. You can filter out. Yeah, it, it, it looks like a Photoshop filter. Yeah, it's this cool one's though. Like it's it not was, what... Sorry. No, go ahead, please. Dialed back glowing edges maybe yeah but it's like that type of look uh a spray paint look you know there's certain filters where it looks like a painting and stuff like this and that's what this one looks like because you can see like some spray paint detail and stuff yeah so it looks really cool it's not my favorite for that exact reason, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not yeah I, I I'm not a fan of the horsing around with uh like gimp filters uh look what um gimp filters gimp gimp is uh a, like is is like an open source uh, uh photo editor it's just okay, the, the, the one really i yeah because that is not the thing that comes to mind <laughs> well, yeah but it, it provoked a fun exchange so like why would i why would i have headed that off there we go yeah we we got to pre-plan these uh, these exchanges so that uh, the whole thing runs more smoothly. <laughs> 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 Write down all your jokes beforehand and uh, submit them oh, yeah. in triplicate if you please. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll judge them. We we'll ha- judge we to sw- see if they're appropriate to say. Yeah, well, look, that's I don't the thing think now. <laughs> need to make sure that nothing uh, unsightly is ever spoken. Yep. We've Good got a podcast. Ruby Soho shirt. I, I was excited about this when I uh, saw it uh, midweek and I made sure to to share it with uh, the both of you because I thought it was such a an amazing, like flawless punk vibe uh, shirt to match her her whole deal. Like, I think that's a really good one. It looks really cool. Um, I mean, it looks it's, it looks cool, but it also kind of seems I, I hate to say it, but a little generic. Mm hmm. I don't know. I don't know why I feel that way. I, uh, I I think she has it painted on the back of her like leather jacket. Um, yeah. I feel like I saw this when she came out uh, um, on Dynamite, and I'm like, okay, yeah, this is this is exactly what she should have. Uh, and it's not quite my cup of tea, but I think it is perfect for well, her. Well, I think I know what it's missing for you, uh, Chan, and that, of course, is the Joaquin Phoenix Joker. Um. Why? Why? Why am I the one? <laughs> Doesn't everybody want a Joaquin Phoenix Joker? I haven't seen it, so no. Uh, it's okay. I, I, um, I skip that on HBO Max quite often. I'm like, I should 
I got better things to do. I just don't want to. There's some things that I, when people really like it, I have this knee-jerk reaction not Mm -hmm. to want to see it. It's totally fair. And I was, I felt, I basically felt that way. And I ended up having to watch it. Like I felt I had to watch it because I was voting on it for for SAG, I think is what it was. And so I was like, I'll, I'll watch it. And it's not bad. Um, like they execute pretty okay, but it, it still has a feeling of in, inauthenticity. And it's hard to shake kind of the connection to a, a certain fan base that I'm like, I don't want to I don't want to be on a side with you. <laughs> over anything. Yeah, but um, you could do worse. Interesting. Could you do better than the FTR shirt that's coming? No, 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 you couldn't. You could mm. not. You could mm. not. I am. Just this is not. giving me seventies um, cartoon vibes. Yeah, this is. Um, and and there are three, like at least three. I think, like you guys would say, four, but like I, like I, I would say at least three really good shirts, and this is somehow the best of them. It's it's a perfect throwback vibe. Uh, again, uh, and that's you know their whole thing. I might almost wear this shirt um, uh, because it doesn't quite fit my vibe, but I like it that much because I think it is again perfect for who they are. Well, I think I know what it's missing for you, Chan. Uh, Jared Leto, uh, Joker. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just oh, gonna man. keep going back as far as as far as the jokers keep I can going remember. Back until you get to the correct one, which is Jack Nicholson uh, or no, Cesar I, Romero. No, yeah, I'm, I'm going gonna, back to uh, Romero. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> figure out who might have played the Joker in a serial from the 40s. The 40s? <laughs> Google yeah. way. I mean, I know they had a Superman in. Wait, that was the 50s. Yeah, they. I mean, they they did it with Batman too. There are several that are Batman. Really? Oh yeah. Hmm. I only remember the sixties one. It's it's really funny because like if you go back and watch the old serials of Batman, like uh like he's driving around in a pretty regular car and he his he's got like a, a, a bat cave with basically nothing in it but a wooden desk. He's driving around in a Studebaker. Oh, yeah, yeah. His bat cave is just his like a shed in his backyard. He's pulling over to get gas. <laughs> Fill her up. And do the windows. These are real round windows, sir. Never <laughs> mind. Just do it. Uh, well, the next shirt is a Colt Cabana shirt. It's uh, cute. It's got a little smiley face. Boom, boom, Colt Cabana. It's got a little Dark Order symbol in the O. Um, I think it's, it's fine. It's not great, but I think it's fine. It's okay. Um, I love Colt Cabana's whole deal and I love his entrance music. So like boom, boom really has to go on a shirt for him. Um, yeah. so that's really nice, but there's something, um, that is, there's something off about the, um, not right in the head. I don't know what it, I don't, there's, I mean, there's something about like the, 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 like the lettering or something that I don't love. I don't, I, it's hard to say quite what that is. Like, um, it needs to. It it well, it looks kind of like uh, scratchy or something. Like I don't know what else to say. It it, like it looks o- odd to me. Hmm. Well, uh, oh wait, I left my notes on the other side of the room. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was Calder who uh, took a sip at the moment you said, "Oh wait," and uh, but it yeah. sounded like you were like, "Oh wait." <laughs> 
this, no. this drink is more important to me than any of you or the show. No. I'm still not sure that that's not the case, but. Do, we, do I have time to and take now, several more sips? Wait. Keep going. Keep going until she comes back. How many can you get? Can you pound it? Pound it. What are you? Is that tea? It's tea, yeah. What How is this drinking? tea drinking show? This is not a tea show. Mm. Throw some ice cubes I mean, in like, it. The, t- the tea is, uh, is critical to my efforts to stay calm you know, when we get to opinions that I don't share. It's chamomile. Uh-huh. Uh, so we don't have to talk about um, Rampage other than the fact that there were some really must-watch matches in order to know what's happening with the storylines. What's I mean, it it's really cool how they continue to make Dynamite uh, – I'm sorry, make Rampage kind of an important night. It's not a throwaway night. It's not, you know, something you really want to miss because they have some incredible fucking matches on it. Like they had another Andrade pack match. I mean, geez, Louise, so good. And so, you know, it makes it makes it really important to watch. I really don't like when uh, it gets backed up to be a Friday, Saturday. Uh, yeah, because, it's too much for me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like when it's Wednesday and Friday, I'm like, cool, I can get to it by like Sunday or Monday and everything's fine. Uh, but um, yeah, I, I, and then I miss it, and I feel real bad about it because it sounds like uh, great stuff. And clearly, there was things that happened because I was like, "That doesn't make any sense." Exactly. Uh, so it becomes really important for the storylines, and then you know they're not minor either. No, these are things that they're building up towards the pay per view, which I think is upcoming in like a few weeks, two weeks. Uh, very I soon, I think. Uh, Full gear is is right around the corner. Yeah. Oh my. Um, so anyways, uh, it's the 13th. Okay. Yeah. That's not too far. I guess it's kind of far, but not too far. Um, yeah. So it's, the matches are must see the storylines are, you know, you gotta know. Uh, so if you're not watching Rampage, give it a check. I mean, what am I saying? Just check it out. I'm Give it not a check. Making any fucking sense. <laughs> no, and I and I, I think like uh, like something that we've discussed also that bears repeating. And, and and I don't think that this is only good for this reason. But being being like increasingly elderly, uh, the 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 one hour time is pretty great. That's um, true. It's not a whole. And it it just, I think it just like it gives like each of the the like there'll there'll be time basically to do three full matches and each of them has like a different more uh like easy context around it as opposed to even 2 hours you know to say nothing of 3 uh over on raw or in a pay-per-view like right. the the fact that you're like I feel really fresh and here's the main event and it's a great Brian Danielson match or whichever um so it's super yeah. cool that way it's neat how it's like barely you feel like it barely got started and it's already over. I'm like, sweet, okay. Yeah. Like life itself. Um, bittersweet. And it's all major. And barely there, like a like one of those ultra sensitive condoms. 
Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, what's tough is, is that when you want like uh, one that is like that, but is also a giant size and you have to go drive around a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I think yeah. you just get a trash bag. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, yeah. All right. So we have a dynamite show to review and that starts off with a bang. We've got Dustin Rhodes versus Brian Danielson. Uh, Dustin Rhodes is 6'6". I didn't realize he was that tall. Oh, yeah. I've probably heard it before, but I was like, that's why his legs are so crazy long. <laughs> oh, yeah, and, and so crazy fucked up. <laughs> his legs are insanely long, um, which is why he looks so funny in his suit. I'm trying to yeah. figure out why does he look so weird in that suit. And I think it's because his legs are so long. There's no way he doesn't look like a little potato on stilts. You know what I mean? (laughs) He's just got an odd shape. Yeah. 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 Uh, This is a fun crowd, though. This was the first of two Eliminator matches of the night. Um, And this was pretty good. I mean, uh, I feel like they both gave each other a run for the the other person's money, which I don't always say that. With Dustin Rhodes. In fact, I don't think I ever say that. With no, no. Um, Dustin did a crazy clothesline against Brian. It looked extremely painful. Um, shit, I don't know. It was really fucked up. At one point, Dustin Rhodes <laughs> said something uh, about motherfucker. Oh, he and, definitely said, come on, motherfucker. Uh, and on then Shivani. Did he say he fucked up on that one, or did he say he bucked up on that one? He, he bucked up. He bucked that up. That one is okay. bucked up, yeah. Yeah, bucked up. I mean, you hear fuck once, it's all you hear after that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, there was also a sign in the crowd that said, I love twinks, which yeah. is just hilarious. I noted that as well, and uh, good for you, Orlando. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so this was a really decent match as it would be, as it should be. And I'm not usually a fan, but I really liked Dustin in this as well. And Brian ended up getting Dustin in a hold that made Dustin pass out. So Mm -hmm. he was, you know, it wasn't technically a tap, wasn't technically that, but the ref called it. So um, Brian won. But so also, it was just like really well into the evening for uh, for Dustin, and it's a possibility that he might have fallen asleep, uh, whatever yeah. he was doing at that he's moment. Like, Normally, I've been asleep for two hours. That's how yeah. old I am. <laughs> oh yeah, he's an elderly man, you know. Yeah, he's yeah. They were mentioning how old he was earlier, <laughs> and uh, I was like, Shut up. way to out the guy. Come on. Uh, uh, yeah, up, I, uh, I do like Dustin, even though most of the time I'm not particularly happy to see him in the ring. Uh, but yeah, Danielson is one of those guys that can just make anybody look great. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. Um, he does bad. look great. Yeah, uh, and there was another like interesting po- quasi-development because they made a point of showing that uh, Tony Nese was in the crowd, yeah. uh, which uh, makes you wonder what that's about and and think like they wouldn't have done that if it was for literally no reason unless they were like, and he's dating whoever, which I don't think they said anything like that. <laughs> um, so I wonder what they would do there, like... They never they they don't tend to seem to make mistakes in terms of who they bring in. Uh, and he is a very talented guy. 
uh, and like AEW is a place where his body is not going to be a liability for him. So maybe that's what's going down. Of course, I would just assume they were making a point of bringing in more more uh, women and more people of color than than another white guy. But um, he would be good wherever he goes. I um, love the rumors. I, I will uh, because I thought this later on in the evening with Bobby Fish. Uh, like there's a guy who uh, I've always liked, but like even in NXT, I never really got a, a strong like singles contender vibe from him. He was just always a, a tag team guy and a great tag team guy, and I always enjoyed watching him. Uh, but AEW has made him look killer. Oh yeah! yeah. Oh my god! He we'll looked talk out. about that because oh, yeah. that was unbelievable. But we'll and get f- to that. I feel like Tony Nese is someone who also. Uh, if properly booked, could just be a a huge star and just yeah. like a a, th- a major threat. And he's a guy that I think deserves it too. Uh, that like busted his ass and was stuck in a um at a company that just did not give two shits. Yeah. So I, I'm looking forward to seeing him. Yeah, that'd be neat. Yeah. So I gave the segment a thumbs up. Same. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Then we have a backstage promo with the Super Elite, Kenny, the Bucks, and Adam. And uh, Kenny continues to cut an amazing promo. Oh, boy. Unfucking real. Oh, he's boy. so good. And he's like, you know what? Once they see you the way I see you, talking about um, Hangman Adam Page, they're not going to be saying cowboy shit. They're going to say coward shit. I was like, <laughs> oh, so perfect. Yeah, it's and it's really his uh, his, delivery his delivery that makes yeah. it so strong. Not that um, like uh, like like uh, more like coward shit, like d- done a different way, might not have been quite as as right. um, mind blowing. Uh, but like a lot in a lot of the like the promo is written like in a very just a superlative fashion. But the way Kenny can do this coldly, um, like th- this, just it's just brutally mean and cold it, like it's 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 just really good <laughs> and then he undercuts himself by like um like saying, he had the great singer hmm? when he was like oh you came up with that yes mm-hmm. uh the uh uh you'd be like uh burning through negative ones diaper supply and then yeah, at the mm-hmm. end it's like oh yeah that was a, that was a great line huh because like yes of course these things are friggin' scripted uh uh um mm-hmm. The 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 mastery of professional wrestling in 2021, um, which is because I do listen to Jim Cornette from more often than I should. And I don't know why, because I disagree with him so often, but also he has a brilliant perspective on professional wrestling from one specific uh, time and place uh, like to him. Professional wrestling is this one thing. That, you know, like peaked in probably, you know, like the late 70s, maybe the early 80s in the territories. uh, And he just assumes that all professional wrestling must be that way. And today it is not that you have so many more things to contend with Uh, the the just the what you believe in professional wrestling is now different. And that is why uh, Kenny is so great, because he can um, like walk that fine line. And and cut a promo that is like really um, 
incisive and you buy into it like oh my god that guy he, he's so mad at this guy he's he wants to kill him uh literally kill him and also like oh my god what a what a sweet uh uh mean thing you just said to that person you it just came up off the top of your head because it sounded like it was improvised and then also to be able to uh immediately then be like oh uh, i was just, i'm just like a piece of shit and like the, my friend here he gave me the he gave me this line i thought it was so cool and so i said it and you know like i'm a badass um uh in a way that you know shows that he's an insecure cowardly person himself and like to play all of those levels is what it takes to be a masterful professional wrestler in 2021 and man Kenny omega can do it oh yeah he can do it <clears throat> Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah, no, it's 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 really uh, quite impressive to to be juggling like several speeds and levels and and never like irritate me anyway with um like with the attempt to do one and then also another. But he always seems to do that well. Yeah. Um. Thumbs up. Yeah. 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 I think we've yeah. got a promo with FTR and you know, they have the triple a belt, um, but they want the AEW tag champ belt now. And there's, was a promo that was cut between FTR and um, Penta. And basically Penta was saying that you want to play dirty. We'll show you how to play dirty. Um, it was so fucking great from both of them. Um mm-hmm. It was perfect, top to bottom, thumbs up. Yeah, yeah. Um, FTR, uh, their promos are kind of hit or miss for me. And I don't know if it's because basically they didn't have any um, mic time in their WWE run. And so, like, they're they're really honing it now. Or right. if, you know, like, they're kind of hit or miss or, or what. But, like, uh, recently they've just been cutting really Nailing good promos it. that I'm really into. Uh, and then yeah. of course, yeah, like, uh, um, like <laughs> the makeup job they did on Alex. I'm like, Oh dang. Mm, yeah. That's, that's they made great. that and, the weirdest black eye. <laughs> uh, it was like, uh, uh, uh from, uh, avatar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's how bad the black eye was. Did you uh, go to the, the, the avatar music concert, Teresa? No. Oh, but I did bad. have a roommate once that um said that she got attacked and I believed her. And then she comes out of her room with straight up makeup, and I mean clearly makeup, black eye makeup. Wow. And I was like, oh my God, I'm in such a precarious position right now because like I now I don't believe any of this i think what teresa is saying here is say that to your face don't believe no. women don't, don't believe ever women. believe them no. they're always lying i uh, mean it was i'm not saying that she said she got the r word she just said she got beat up but still i i'm not gonna say like you're full of shit but it was such a fake thing and then what? it was like gone at the end of the day, you know what I mean. <laughs> I didn't, you know. I I, I know that no I don't. More I black did, eye magically. <laughs> I did. I didn't appreciate when you guys didn't believe me about uh, getting uh, beat up in such a way that the bruise looked like a unicorn on my cheek, uh, because that's what happened. Uh, if someone has a ring where it's a giant unicorn. Yeah, and weird, weirdly, like uh, Colton Zuri does. I know that for a fact. So uh, 
you know, I, I did believe you called her. I really did. I appreciate that. Thanks for helping, though. No, I wanted to see you get uh, the crap beat out of you. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, well, fair someone with a, a unicorn ring. So mm, that's just my well, kink. I guess I would want to see that, too. All right. So then we have this thing with Shivani. Oh, I, I'm sorry. Before we move on, I have to ask a question that, that, ca- that came up from this, uh, this promo. What's wolf tickets? Oh, did, I don't know. What? Did you guys hear that? Yeah, I, I, I remember that. that, but I didn't write it down, but I remember hearing that. What did what was the context? Uh the the, the Lucha Brothers said something about wolf tickets, I think. Or somebody did. Mm. Uh, like I did yeah, I, I, Alex said it. Well, and it was I think like it was it was like this is bullshit or something like that. Like like wooden nickels or something maybe. I don't I didn't really understand what it what, what it was or meant. But uh, if someone out there knows, I hope they would share. I feel like it was something normal because I didn't notice it. So it probably was something like, uh, uh, yeah, punch your ticket or something like that. That makes sense. But if you hear it wrong, then it's like, yeah, w- what is a wolf ticket? Wolf tickets meaning. Uh, okay. Sort of like, to- um, what's that one song that always sounds like electric boobs? <laughs> but it's not. All of them now. Uh, to, to, to sell wolf tickets, an expression that's about 60 years old is to oversell yourself, to spread boasts or threats that you can't or won't back up. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Like writing checks your ass can't cash. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or your okay. boobs or whichever uh, area. <laughs> Selling wolf tickets on StubHub. <laughs> that, that's what the kids are saying right now, right? Is that I'm wolf? sure I, they is, are. Did okay. somebody say like, "Hey, do you want to buy tickets to the Wolf Show?" And people did, and they went there, and there was no Wolf. That's what happened in Teen Wolf. He would go oh, up to girls man. in the cafeteria and be like, "Hey, you girls want to buy tickets to the Wolf Show?" And flex his <laughs> arm all hairy. Hey, hey, which way to the Wolf Beach? <laughs> okay, I'm gonna have to uh, come clean with all y'all. I never watched Teen Wolf. What? Wow! Wow! I'm so angry. I'm That's so mad at really, you. Really unfortunate. Why? Why that would sucks. you not? That sucks. It sucks for ridiculous. you. It's ridiculous. You have to watch it. I mean, it sucks for Egon. Hear, hearing what you're saying right now, it doesn't feel like I need to see this. He didn't actually no. do that. <laughs> <It's> a- <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Oh, so no. I you're horrible. Tell. You have to Teen, watch it. Look, There's Teen a Wolf girl. Rules. There's a girl named Boof, right? And they never explain why her name is Boof. Is it short for Buffy? Is it like why is it Boof? Uh, it's it's stupid and great all at the same time. You have it's to watch it. It's probably short for like Buffon or something. <laughs> yeah, I named my child Buffon Apple Blossom <laughs> Johnson. Well, like, like like there's a celeb out there who wants to do that. So don't act like that's insane. That's yeah, true. Yeah. <laughs> there is probably a child named Pompadour out there. <laughs> oh, there's like about to be. <laughs> um, anyways. Pompadour, <laughs> get your ass down here. What are these dishes? <laughs> um, yeah, so just watch that, please. Jim. Yeah, just please. yeah, please watch. Like, I know you're not going to like it, but you'll like it in a like dumb way. You know what I mean? It's funny. You should like it. There's also a naked guy in it. Oh, yeah. He's like hidden that. in the crowd uh, well, during a basketball case. game, so you can keep your peepers out for that one. You'll enjoy that, yeah. <laughs> Do you wait? Hold on. Do it's you... like the Where's Waldo of movies. No, you I'm... will see it if you look for it. I'm All... just concerned that you call men's penises peepers. 
I said, keep uh, your peepers out for that one. Yes, your you eyes. Did. Yes, yeah. you did. Yeah. And uh, I took that to mean that keep your penis out so that you can jerk off to the naked man when he shows up in right. Teen Wolf. So and if you take what is you universally are, known as eyeballs, mm-hmm. if you take that <laughs> okay, okay, to okay, mean so I'm penises, everyone calls eyeballs peepers. Teresa is 100% right. If you take that to mean your penis, then that's on you. Maybe you, maybe your penis needs some attention right now and it's calling out to you and yeah. getting into your psyche to where everything I'm saying sounds like, get your dicks out, guys. Get ready. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> peepers yeah. out for Harambe. Oh boy! Oh my god! Uh, all right, moving okay moving right on. along, not yeah. swiftly at all. <laughs> we have a promo with Shivani and Sting. It's an in-ring promo. Basically, he's supposed to give an update on Darby Allen, but before Sting can even open his fucking word, or I'm, seeing, I'm sorry, open his mouth before he can and- open his peepers, <laughs> before he can open the <laughs> word of God, MJF walks out <laughs> before Sting can. Do- <laughs> uh, uh, like they promised us a scripture uh, like segment uh, where Sting was going oh, before to. Before we can get a call and response from the pastor, we had SJF walk out. <laughs> Sting looks so cool giving a mean, like stone cold mean stare and pacing back and forth. He looks really cool like that. Oh, yeah. So I appreciate that. Um, the audience is saying, shut the fuck up to MJF. It was great. MJF says, fat boy, I got the microphone. Um, Sting hits MJF, which is great, but then Sean and Wardlow show up and they start hitting him with a chair. Again, I hate the weird sex face that Sean makes when he hits people with chairs. <laughs> I what sex face do you want him to give? That. What? What sex face do you want from him? <laughs> none, please. None. <laughs> we uh, have a vote for if none. If there is one, I would love it. It would be so funny to me. Um, for no other reason, uh, if when he does that, like TNT, like blurs his face, <laughs> <laughs> like this is obscene even for us. <laughs> I mean, you know who has a sex face all the time, and Chan, I'm sure, will back me up or at least have a strong reaction. Is of course oh, Jamie boy. Tart. Uh oh, yeah, yeah. You know what? You're right. You're right. Not my fault. I did not bring up Ted Lasso. That is not me. You cannot pin that on me. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, but I know since you had to recap SNL, you oh, yeah. were probably loving it this week. Probably excited, yeah. <laughs> um, at, one point, Sean, at one point, Sean Spears was like uh, dropped to the ground by a jacket, I think is what happened. I yeah. Think. Yep. He, uh, uh, Sting just hit him with a jacket. Although I did notice that also uh, Sheeta did that to uh, Serena Deeb last week. Because they showed the replay of that, and I was like, "Wait a minute!" She just hit her with a jacket, and she went down like a ton of bricks. What's I think that, happening here. I think that something that they don't have time to explain is that there is something heavy in the in the pocket of the jacket. Chainmail. There's yeah. chainmail on the insides. Uh, I see. Well, that makes you know. sense. Uh, so I gave this a middle. Mm. I also middled it because it was mm. it was not it was not bad. It was okay. It wasn't bad. It's just it was okay. I. Okay liked it um i mean first off mjf called sting uh uh uh, darby's little emo daddy um (laughs) which was delightful and then it made me think of big bad voodoo daddy and i Mm. wish there a uh 
I don't know, like a, an emo cover band that's an uh, emo uh, swing, uh, swing emo cover band. band called Big Bad Emo Daddy. Mm. Uh, that would be amazing. Um, that would be hard I to do. love MJF, uh, um, like calling out the crowd and saying, oh, y'all solve your problems with gun violence and incest. And just the crowd just, just tearing into him. It was delightful. Yeah. Um, but and then there. the whole thing with, uh, uh, I, I do like Sean Spears's role at this time. And then that they made him sort of like, um, Wardlow's minder or whatever. Yeah, like that seems like there could but be that a, a lot later. of fun stuff coming. Oh, was it? Yeah, was, yeah that we, happens later. Oh, never so mind. We can talk okay, about that later. Wow, wow. It, I still give it uh, a thumbs up because uh, I do like MJF. Okay. I, I really, really do. Yeah. Uh, we've got Shivani with Britt Baker doing a promo. It was short. It was all right. I middled it. Yeah, it was fine. Middle. Yeah, I'll middle it as well. And I, I was, I think I have uh, more Teresa in me all the time because I mm-hmm. was irritated by Tony going along with the DMD. Uh, he like, does it every time. It drives me yeah. fucking insane. And like, there's no, like, you know, this is not fair reporting. <laughs> no, no, you're right. It's not. It absolutely it's is not. Not unbiased reporting, Shivani. No, no, this is you know not what you learn in J school. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, then we have uh, an eliminator match for the TBS belt between Penelope Ford and Ruby Soho. I was excited for this one. Um, I like both of these people. Oh boy, yeah, it was yeah, really yeah. good. It was kind of gnarly. Um, Bunny at one point, well, towards the end, Bunny tried to give Penelope the brass knuckles. The ref caught it and kicked them out. Penelope tried to grab them, and because she was, like, turning her attention away, Ruby got the jump on her and ended up pinning her. But um, it was a good match. I mean, it, oh, was, yeah. it was rough. Yeah, like, Ruby obviously is, a, like, like, an, a, like an intense, uh, like, strong worker. And, you know, although we've said it before, like, every time, like, I want to say, like, she seems really happy, and I'm very happy that she's so happy. Yeah, me too. Um, like, and it's because, like, the, like, she has this ability to go out there and do stuff that is coming from the fact that she has this animating joy inside that is <laughs> really cool. Um, yeah. but like, and, like, and also like, uh, Penelope Ford, like, like is able to do some stuff that is awfully impressive, uh, herself, like the, that, that she can do that jump split, like yeah. move, it never fails to like provoke like a gasp. I know. Um, right? yeah. And, and we, we, we got the revelation that not only can you get punch drunk, you can get kick drunk. <laughs> True enough. Uh, and they, I don't know. I thought they were well matched. Um, I think they came off really good in this match, and that's always yep. what you want to see. You never want to see somebody dragging or just having their ass out for the whole world to see. Yeah, unless it's um, in a, so it a, wolf, it a, a werewolf-themed basketball game. Yeah, that would be appropriate. Peepers but out, y'all. I thumbsed it up. up. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um. So MJF then is doing a little promo. Um, well, it's not really a promo. He was talking to Sean. Sean Spears is back there. And then Wardlow walks in and he's like, hey, why'd you shove me into Sting last week? 
And MJF sort of is shuffling and trying to explain himself. And he's like, you know what? I, you're gonna, you need an accountability buddy. And Spears is going to be your accountability buddy. I don't know what the fuck <laughs> is going on here, but I like they're finally pushing the progression because you know, and they've been kind of needling it here and there. Um, these uh, asides, these snide asides that MJF gives Wardlow. So finally Wardlow is being like, hey, I don't like this. And uh, calling him out on it. And I just like that the progression is now starting to happen. He's starting it's, to say something. It's really like, yeah, like it's it's nice to start to have that payoff maybe a little bit because like it's like i feel like especially recently there have been moments of of deeply uncomfortable um <laughs> uh, like indignities being heaped on uh wordlow to you know to on the level of if you see something happen like between people that are a mutual acquaintance right like you're in public and somebody does something to somebody else and nobody feels like they can like say anything about it they everyone and everyone just has, has to kind of sit in it um yeah. So like, like when it's you're been... at your friend's house and the parents starts yeah. arguing and saying really weird shit, you're like, oh my god, I'm not supposed to know any of it. <laughs> like if you've ever been Ooh, around, like, keep like eating a... my chicken nuggets or what? <laughs> well, you gotta eat. You gotta finish the nuggets. What are you doing? <laughs> uh, yeah. So that's um, like whatever. Yeah, whatever that ends up becoming, like, should be awfully interesting. Like the this accountability buddy thing, like, is a is an interesting turn. No, 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 no accountability buddy uh and another great thing about mjf is that that is an easy thing to screw up you could say like accountability buddy and uh and the joke doesn't land but god damn it he nails it it's a great line i like it i'm all about it yeah i gave it a thumbs up oh yeah then we have um this is uh Wait, never mind. I made a note about the TBS belt bracket, <laughs> okay. but that's not has nothing to do with this upcoming segment. Okay, so Bobby Were you Fish talking shit about the bracket. We no, like, the I, I loved the bracket. I thought it's, it's an awesome lineup. It's a good bracket. Um, yeah. yeah, it is. Um, but okay, so then we've got Bobby Fish. He's got awesome entrance music. It's some of the best entrance music, actually. If you don't know, it's Dance Away. By the damn Valentine's, so. Oh, okay. Ah. Uh, anyways, uh, it so sounded very uh, misfitty to me, you know. It does. It sounds very misfitty, and I'm sure that I mean any band of that genre is severely influenced by the misfits. But it's really, it's really neat that AEW has this this mix of uh, different like musical like like uh, elements because they have some of the kind of traditional stuff like i can't get enough of ricky starks's theme and ricky mm-hmm. starks's theme feels like one that could have come from someplace else too uh but to have uh, people like bobby fish or or uh, uh, ruby soho or or uh whoever like with like just like legitimately hip cool music that people Pixies. know like there's something about that oh or yeah of course uh like orange um like i i love that they're <laughs> that that they are prepared to license some of that stuff yeah. Uh, anyways, he's finding Anthony Green. I don't know who this guy is, but I'm glad he's there doing his thing. Um, it's a very fast match. Uh, and it's like, damn, Bobby Fish is so fucking good. I'm so glad he signed. And then check it. This is where it really gets good. 
So after he won, you know, Green was trying to stand up. And so Fish, just being a heel and a nasty guy, took out his leg and then started beating him up some more. Then outruns CM Punk. And the minute I saw that, I was like, oh, my God, this is going to be an amazing match. Please, please, please. Mm -hmm. And they will be fighting next week. But they exchange words. And this whole, there's this long segment. We're just watching them exchange words. We don't know what they're saying. But Bobby Fish is outside the ring now and CM Punk is in the ring. I love Fish's attitude. I love his posturing. He looks fucking scary. He makes me think of Bronson, you know, the movie Bronson and Tom Hardy. Oh, sure. Mm -hmm. He looks so good and fun and like the perfect, like such a great character. I'm so into this. And I think the fight between him and CM Punk will probably be really good. Yeah. Very looking forward to it. Thumbs up. Big thumbs up. Absolutely. Absolutely. Hi, Mushu. What are you doing? Uh Oh, Sorry. She wanted to comment. Mushu also pawed up. Yeah. Uh, um, also, uh, Bobby Fish did a neat uh, move that they were talking about, and th- that's the only time I can name a move after the fact is if they talk about it at length and say the name of it several times. Oh uh, yeah, totally. And but they were talking about the senton that he did from outside the ring that, like, to me looked like a little bit like the the construction of the buckshot lariat, but uh-huh. obviously it was a different move. But it was just you know like an indication of what Bobby Fish is going to be showing us. Yeah. yeah. It- and it's kind of the like the style thing. One of the things that really uh, uh, appeals to me because that is, yeah, it's like a a slingshot over. It's basically doing a somersault over the top rope, um, and the way he lands it, it just because of the uh, the shape of his body, it's just kind of like blocky. And the way he lands, it looks like it's hitting, and all that weight's coming down, and you know, it's. Uh, the same move as if you know like uh um uh one of the young bucks were going to do it but it looks like it hurts more uh it looks like it's uh a more solid punch a more solid kick a more solid like landing um and that's kind of another thing uh connected to what i was saying earlier about how uh, you know, some people just feel like there's only one way to do professional wrestling. And another thing Cornette's mad at is like sort of that Japanese style because he hated the uh, Danielson Suzuki match. What? And uh, there's it, it, there's a he's insane. It's I mean it's a different <laughs> style. It's a yeah. the Japanese strong style where uh you know you have this concept of bushido, and so these people are like like hammering each other really hard and basically no selling it. You know like these really hard chops and stuff like that. Because they can't look like it hurts. That's the point, right? right? Uh, And in in some respects, that's correct as far as professional wrestling goes because a lot of those really legitimately hurt even though it kind of looks – and they're selling it as if it's not hurting, which is the opposite. Like you're muffling it. Right. But because in Japan the uh, professional wrestling style is different – uh, that's what people want to see. And um, that portion of it that has leaked over into the U S uh, um, is something that, uh, yeah, uh, WWE fans probably don't care for as much or don't really grasp or, you know, they will look at it and go like, what, what is this? They're just standing there hitting each other. This is boring. Um, huh. But, you know, like I really like it. And um, that uh, that's, Another thing that I like about 
AEW is that they have these different styles and you can see them uh, all playing like right next to each other. And it's really neat. That's yeah. Neat. Yeah. Okay. Uh, then we have a Shivani promo with Leo Rush and Dante Martin. Dante looks very concerned. Um, <laughs> he does not look happy. Well, you know, like he, he is, you know, the author of his own unhappiness right now to a degree because he is not asserting himself against Leo Rush. Leo Rush is, is like taking his inaction as license to do what he wants to do around that's Dante. Yeah. And that's, you know, He's like that, it's easy around. to easy to talk about, hard to do something about. Leo Rush talks shit about the Seidel's and Dante Martin's like, hey, my Seidel is one of the best in the world. And then Leo Rush is like, well, guess who else? Me. And th- he ba- he says that they have a tag match against the Seidel's next week. And Dante looks pissed. <laughs> he does not look happy. But he's like, fuck, now what? You know, and I got to do this that I don't want to do because he's good friends with the Seidel's. He tags with the Seidel's. So um, I didn't know. I don't know. Like, like I'm always up to seeing Dante Martin. Um, and I was glad he had a little bit of a promo. Not really. All he said was like, Seidel's one of the best in the world. And then his reactions that I liked. But um, I'm not into this tag team thing. I, I don't know. What's, I'm what's, your, what's your attitude on Leo? I mean, when I first saw Leo, I thought he was cool, and then I was sad that he retired immediately. At least that was my experience with him because I hadn't seen him before. Mm-hmm. Um, but then this whole version of him where he's like, I'm here, but I'm not here, something about business, I I don't like it. It's just like I'm I'm not connecting to it at all. And um, I especially don't like someone pushing around Dante Martin because I love Dante Martin. <laughs> and so, 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 like, basically, like, I- I Leo is working on you a thousand percent because you're going to be, I mean, like, beyond the moon if, when. If, this point, if the whole point was for me not to like him, then they're doing everything right. I mean, when, when Dante destroys him, like, you're going to be so psyched. True. Uh, I like Leo Rush generally. Um, I think it's kind of weird that they're uh, they're tagging. Obviously, it's it's you know part of this larger uh, booking story, which I'm for. Uh, I feel like Dante Martin absolutely needs uh, a mouthpiece because what he's doing here is he's trying to emote like uh, his ambivalence, and he doesn't you know quite know uh, how to feel about this thing. He is getting kind of bullied you know, pushed around a little bit, but he just sort of sells this like weird, uh, um, worry face that makes me actually question like, wait a minute, do I understand what's happening here? He's Is not he trying to convey some he other emotion? Like it. Maybe <laughs> it's, maybe it's Dante's sex face though. Oh, it could be. Oh, if that were his sex face, that would be, uh, I, I would think less of him as a human being. I'm sorry. Yeah, I know that's shallow of me, but yeah. I would. That's uh, um, yeah. I mean, that's honest though. I think we both appreciate that. Uh, so, like, yeah, I I'm looking forward to seeing how this all plays out. All four of those people, uh, the Seidels and Leo Rush and Dante Martin, I absolutely love in the ring. So it's going to be lots of fun. Yeah. Um, I 
like I'm looking forward to Dante Martin being a more polished performer uh, out of the ring. Yeah. I'll say that, and mm-hmm. I'll middle this. I thought he yeah. did a good job, though. But I, I upped it. it. Uh, hmm. I think it's a good uh, arrangement. I think that everybody can really get something out of this while it's still uh, going on. Like Dante can hopefully, yeah, polish on on the talking and have someone do it for him in the meantime, and and Leo will have somebody like around whom he can like help really s- establish himself in the ring. Um, yeah, it's not going to hurt Leo at all, right? I mean, it, yeah. he's with one of a, a crowd favorite, Dante Martin, and the Seidels, that's all they're always amazing and make everyone look good. So if he's going to come back and perform again with AEW, I mean, this is a great way to put your foot in, right? And I like his energy. I like his his cocky uh, quality. Like that was definitely working on me. Yeah, like in in these past uh, a few segments. So uh, okay. so I'm I'm interested. All right. Well, then we have a match: uh, Eddie Kingston versus Lance Archer. Uh, this is kind of funny. It started before the match even started, uh, and Lance Archer grabs a guy in the audience that had like. <laughs> super white hair <laughs> like the yeah, whitest yeah. hair um he's this young kid with the whitest fucking hair i've ever seen which i, I, I mean I, like it, it it makes it uh easier because you know like obviously that guy is a worker yeah um, yeah but at the same time uh the way they shot it like they never caught his face yeah and i i just felt like that like at some point he would stand up and like rip off his hair uh, his <laughs> wig and it would be you know I don't know, Tony Khan or something, just like someone. I'm like, oh, but no, what's happening? Because, because of the fine white hair and the the, sm- the short, like, slender build, I wondered if it was, like, somebody called Hook Flair. Who's that? <laughs> it would be, you know, a combination uh, of Hook and Ric Flair. The bastard child <laughs> of uh, Taz. Well, maybe, maybe it's out of marriage. You don't know. I'm pretty sure that Taz and uh, Ric Flair were never married. To be fair, Ric Flair has had many marriages, so it's possible that was just a, a, a one night Vegas thing that was quickly annulled. But and Vegas, uh, Reno, Laughlin, who knows? Who knows? I'm sorry. Uh, what was the question? There was no question. Moving on, we've got uh, Lance. Okay, here. This is a really gnarly fight. You this know it's going to be. You know it's going to be with Eddie and Lance, right? You know it's going to be gnarly. Like they both like fight dirty they throw everything in including the kitchen sink um for some reason okay lance's huge christ tattoo on his back makes his scariness seem weird to me (laughs) (laughs) like um i don't know like some like uh uh like christian summer camp um supervisor gone rogue right okay i don't know um <laughs> that's just me though and that's my experience so um it just looks weird i i i can't it's hard for me to take him seriously and that's just gotcha. me. not to say that christians aren't uh also capable of evils and nastiness including oh, yeah. the crusades let's for example <laughs> And probably a few things in between the Crusades and now, I imagine. Oh, well, of course. But, <laughs> you know, when I think of like the most 
torturous times um, for some reason that one comes up first. But also uh, the body of Christ being dry and flavorless. <laughs> so flavorless. Mm. Um, Not gluten-free though, weirdly. Flaky, flaky as all you hell. Might as well just oh, go boy. Uh, I mean, my my Christ is uh, flavorful and uh, enriching. I don't know about you guys. Is it oh. is, is it is it like a, a Christ gusher? Like you bite into it and you just <laughs> oh, get yeah. a, a burst of flavor. Yeah, like you, a fancy you... church that has actual bread. Oh Ooh. boy. Yeah, I've I've uh, I've I've been to to that. Uh, Let's all talk about religion now. Just kidding. <laughs> well, <laughs> Let's get into it, guys. Really? Um, no, uh, I sorry, I'm sorry I brought it up, but <laughs> I just every time I see Lance's oh, back, I'm just like, ugh, turn around. Um, but that's me. Anyway, Eddie hurt Lance pretty bad, and then when Lance got into the ring again after that, he was sort of out of it and Eddie had the upper hand and he pinned him. But um, it seemed like Lance hurt Lance to me. Yes. Lance hurt Lance. Uh, What happened was he under rotated on the moonsault and basically landed on his head. That's why he rolled out of the ring. And when the, uh, uh, um, I was like, Oh no. When the doctor showed up, I was like, this is that a legit injury? And I mean, then when I, he rolled in and Eddie uh, gave him the weakest roll-up ever, I'm like, that is absolutely uh, Lance uh, fucked up his, his neck and we're uh, taking real good care of him uh, so that he can uh, get back and get checked. Yeah. Uh, I, mean, I, 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 like, I hope that it was all right even to provide a finish to the match because they didn't really have to do that. Uh, uh, but uh, I don't yeah. know why I thought Eddie had heard him. No, but. uh, figure four said it was Doc Sampson who told Archer to go straight to the finish, despite Archer wanting to keep going. And Archer was ups- upset backstage after the match. Archer did not have a concussion, and was able to pass all tests backstage. That's good. So, yeah, that is. But you know, it's not. It's the sort of thing where you be too like, careful. Yeah, no, it, like yeah. like stuff can emerge like like after the fact, like uh like they they always tell you like you know when you've been in a car accident or whatever, don't just declare that nothing's wrong because you don't know. Yeah, and, and obviously, like uh, just because he didn't have a concussion, uh, doesn't mean that he you know uh, didn't fuck up his uh, neck severely, you know, doing that. Yeah. Um. So like, who knows? But as you of never know uh, on the fly, as of the night of. It seems like he's okay, but it was yeah, definitely well, a, a a legit injury thing that happened. He That's was why mad. He was yeah. upset. Well, I, what, what mm. I wonder about is what would have been intended to happen. Like, is Eddie yeah. moving on in the tournament either way or not? It sounded like it. Uh, uh, like I said, figure four says that uh, uh, the doctor told him to. Go straight to, just to the go finish, to the finish. Which, but like uh, we presumably have been, you know, some version of that. You know, Eddie manages to get the uh, well. Uh, yeah, I guess. Like, I, I mean, I, like, I wonder if they mightn't have all additionally. I guess they would have said if they if they were also modifying the finish as well as as cutting straight to it. But it, it does seem to me like it would. It, they might have decided it was too hard to have too too risky to have Lance do anything to well, win the match. Because no, remember. When Matt Hardy got a concussion, an actual concussion, they were like, uh, just cut to the finisher. The finisher being a giant fucking drop. 
so yeah, um, I don't think, you know, because Matt had to win, I guess, and that was the finisher they had planned, I guess, um, they went ahead with that part. So apparently there's no line when it comes to what the planned result is supposed to be. Yeah. You know? I mean, like I would hope they would wise up when things go go wrong, like the way that had uh, had. Um, I don't know. Uh, I I only wondered. Yeah, but I gave it a thumbs up. Yeah, same. Yeah, Eddie is has become so much fun to watch in everything that he yeah. does. Uh, like that's really like uh, it'll be interesting to see what sort of a run he has from here. Um, we then have an in-ring situation with uh, Dan Lambert and the men of the year. And then Ethan had the mic and it was the greatest thing ever. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. So what was Kiz Masvidal's knee? Uh, the uh, um, uh, one of American top team is okay. uh, Masvidal. Okay. And I don't he did his. Finisher presumably is is like a, a running knee, which he uh, got it knocked out Jericho with a couple times. Okay, uh, Ethan said something about uh, Sammy Guevara. He's like so- something about the PR nightmare, Sammy Guevara, which <laughs> I thought was hilarious. Loved it, loved it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So at that point, Sammy came out. Boo. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a challenge out there now. So if Ethan wins. Sammy leaves the inner circle and loses the TNT belt. But if Sammy wins, he gets to choose which top team members the inner circle gets to fight. That was the lamest exchange. (laughs) I'm like, you're going to lose your belt and leave a group that basically has defined your career. Okay. Or you get to just have your pick of who to fight. That's the dumbest thing (laughs) ever. Like put something else on there. You could ask for other shit. (laughs) But also, if uh, if Sammy loses, he has to stop enjoying hamburgers, which is a tough uh, stipulation. Well, that's tough because that means he can have them. He's just not allowed to enjoy them. No, I know, Mm -hmm. and that's that's exactly what I thought. Like the fact that you're allowed to eat them, but you have to hate them, is is bad. Mm. That hurts worse than not being able to have them at all. Because that, like, that's like a that's an, a torturous emotional experience to force yourself into that, like, uh, like, like, in, mentally. The thing is, is you, if you like it, there's no way, unless other situations occur, there's no way that you couldn't like it. So, I mean, if you already like stipulation, burgers, right? I mean, that's the rules. Well, so but you can't. That's not something you can force a change on. So you could say each time i don't like it but actually secretly do because unless no, there's and some I, I situation think that, this is... that comes up that like fucks with you to a point that you suddenly truly dislike burgers if they're not going to do anything okay this is such a dumb argument why am i trying to figure <laughs> that this one out i'm delighted that we're doing? going with it <laughs> <laughs> so easily baited tonight. I, I, I'm, 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 I'm very amused that you were prepared to go there after we've hit the one hour mark. <laughs> I don't know why. 
All right. Okay. Then there's a John Moxley promo, which you know it's going to be great. And at oh, first, wait, wait, back up, back up. What did uh, what did everybody thumb this thing? Oh, uh, oh, middle. it was up for me. Really? Oh, interesting. I also middled it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I love Men of the Year and I love Ethan Page, but like if Sammy's, the whole Sammy thing didn't happen, so it would have been an up. But yeah. then it did, mm-hmm. and I was like, mm. yep. I, yeah, I don't know. I like I like Ethan's promo and and just uh, Scorpio Sky's like looks and reactions were more than enough to over overcome anything I might not have liked about the segment. Like I okay. I wrote down the second we saw Scorpio, like he was like sucking on a lollipop or something. Uh, and I like I wrote down like with that one look, he stole the entire two hours of the show. Whoa. <laughs> All right, send me the John Moxley promo, and uh, he's saying, you know what? I'm just thinking about my daughter, and I don't care about anything else anymore. And then it continues to cut this fucking fire-ass promo. <laughs> um, and, yeah, he's going to win. So I think fire-ass was, uh, was in, the, in the new Bond movie, actually. <laughs> fire-ass yeah, was, uh, really, really made him scary. I mean because uh, that's not the that's not the most uh, uh, terrifying name, honestly. The well, fact yeah, that he I, made the character scary, even though his name Fireass. That's well, yeah. I think it's what's it's just really like well, well written character because like even though you don't <laughs> oh agree God, with what Fireass would do, uh, <laughs> you are like, well, I understand. I you know I get what you're what you're what you want, but like I wouldn't go that far to do it. Right. Let's thumb it. <laughs> uh, right. Don't be yeah, bad I, like I, me. I said it was uh, it was an up for me. Calder, where are oh. you? I said up. Can you hear oh, me? For a second, I could. We're back. <laughs> um, okay. Then we've got a Dark Order promo. Adam Page is there. It's funny. It's cute. Uh, it's really nothing. But they did talk about Halloween costumes for next week, <laughs> and I thought that was great. So I gave it a thumbs up. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and and also, uh, um, I I know we're skipping over, and I know I shouldn't even bother, but I just want to uh, reiterate that I notice. When, here's the thing: our job, uh, I put air quotes around job, is supposed to be to recap the show, and so we should um, uh, comment on things on on everything there. And uh, uh, if there's information, you know, if like you missed it, then you should you know uh, ha- know that something was there. Uh, so you, we would, we would fill you in all of which is to say that I am no longer watching those, uh, Sammy in excess oh, yeah. card things anymore. I watched it cause I was like, you know what? It's my responsibility to watch this thing. And every card was like, Oh, really? Oh, Jesus. It what, was not oh, a, still doing this. It was not oh, interesting. Stop. It was no. definitely better when he was a heel. Uh, American plop team, yeah. and then a little well, picture of poop. I, that yeah. did kind of amuse me, though. Uh, oh God, damn it, Calder! <laughs> thumb down for you, for wow. you, thumb wow. down, Calder. Yeah, I do not thumb or even entertain those cards. I thought it was cool at first, you know, because I was like, "That's a great way to, you know, satisfy people because it's a, you know." It's a commercial break. No one likes to watch fighting during a commercial break. So we're kind of forced with these picture-in-picture things. So and in my heel, mind, I thought it was cool because if you want to pay attention to it, you can or not because nothing important is really happening. 
I've never really thought they were important. But uh, yeah. some sometimes they were funny. Now in the grand case, scheme of things. Yeah. Anyway, so okay, we've got uh did we all thumb the thing, the dark yes. order thing? Okay. All right, so we've got Jungle Boy versus Brandon Cutler. You know what I'm sad about? Oh, we tell Brandon us. Cutler, he's no longer in his cool outfit. He comes oh, out in his tracksuit yeah. and nose guard, which, you know, is fine, but he really had a cool outfit before. And he did. that's a bummer. I mean, I, I, I've been glad for him to be in the situation he's in. Uh, like, he wasn't connecting. Like, it wasn't like... I think that they've definitely wanted him wanted him to be an early standout and it wasn't really working out amazing for whatever reason. And he has a thing that he is doing that is working and, and it's secondary, but hopefully he'll get to return to a more prominent like uh, placement uh, attempt. Uh, yeah. But like, I'm glad for him to have something that has currency right now. So that is cool. But yeah, he had an amazing outfit and his whole, yeah, like D and D thing was neat. It was a neat I like vibe, it. yeah. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so this was a very short match. Of course, uh, Cutler taps out. Jungle Boy gets on the mic, and it was funny. He was like, "Well, that was a good warm up. Good try, dude." He's <laughs> like, I'm "Still feeling good." So, how about one of y'all come out and fight me? Um. And no one was coming out. So then, this was also funny. Jungle Boy gets. Adam Cutler in a headlock and had Cutler ask for help. <laughs> so mm-hmm. Adam Cole comes out and then um, he's talking shit and you think he's about to start fighting, but then uh, the young bucks come up and surprise jungle boy and they beat his ass. Surprise. The jungle boy is still moving. He's still moving. So they grab him and throw him off the stage onto like a platform or something. And it looks pretty mm-hmm. gnarly. They um, flung him a long ass way. Yeah, they oh did. man, uh, they re-showed it like three different times, and each time looked worse. <laughs> I was yeah. like, oh god. Um, yeah, I gave this whole thing a thumbs up. Yeah, me oh, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I'm very much looking forward to the uh, Jungle Boy Adam Cole uh, program, and uh, all of this was fantastic. And yeah, also, if they good. do a Brandon Cutler like revenge thing, uh, like of any level, like I would enjoy that as well. Like hit, like some kind of payoff eventually for him repeatedly getting hung out to dry. Yeah. Oh, you mean him turning on the uh, 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 elite? Yeah. Huh. Okay. Like, like that seems like a plausible like version of what I was what, what I was talking about about him like uh, getting to do something again that is his thing. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Uh, I do think that he, uh, he is uh, where he should be, uh, and he's got a, a a great slot that is a lot of fun and entertaining. Uh, more, the, I would, I'm much more entertained entertained by him here than I would be, you know, with like a a run with the um, TNT Championship or you know something like that. Oh, so. I don't think we'd be there soon, but. Um... Yeah, I don't know. It just seems like uh, like something has to happen there eventually. I don't know why they'd be. I mean, I, I get. I guess I can see why they'd be doing that without having long term plans. Just to be like the the elite is jerks, and there doesn't need to be a corresponding move for Brandon. But I can also see why there would be. Uh, yeah, we'll see. Um. Then we have a Miro promo, and oh boy. Um, 
It's solid gold. Mm-hmm. Um, how, he's talking to God. He's basically saying, how dare you ignore me? God's forsaken champion <laughs> will become your favorite again, not because you want it, because, but because I will give you no other choice. Shit, man. It was. It Colin was, got oh, out. It's like even better than what he was doing. 100%. Honestly. Yeah. Um, like th- that he is going through a, th- a theological journey. Uh, yeah. is pretty cool, actually. Um, up. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, uh, since we've been talking about the Bible all night, um, mm-hmm. you know, the devil was God's favorite angel. So mm-hmm. this is not far from like that same sort of through line. You know what I mean? Yep. Anyway. And that's why he has it uh, printed in bubble letters on his uh, pink sweats. God's favorite angel just on his butt. Oh. Um, <clears throat> so the next situation, the lights go out. <laughs> JR says, where's my wallet? <laughs> next situation. And then, and then he gives proper props to Bobby Heenan, which mm-hmm. just made my night. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Malachi Black, that was his entrance. Um, and then, of course, Cody Rhodes comes out. Um, I really hate how long Malachi Black's entrance is. I don't need to go on about that. But um, this match had a lot of everything. It had chairs, it had tables, both men's heads opening up. Um, at one point, Arn was in the <laughs> ring, and I was like, "Why is Arn in the ring?" He was like concerned, so he ran inside the ring to get a look at what was happening on the other side of the ring as opposed to just going around uh, i was like okay uh and i, and I want to stress that when Teresa says that their heads opened up they got cut on the head yeah. uh they're yeah like it wasn't it, it wasn't enlightened all of a sudden <laughs> yeah <laughs> and, um, i just you know. had an epiphany quack <laughs> nosebleed I, oh. I bet that happens <laughs> Um, so Andrade came out and if you don't follow, if you haven't been watching Rampage, you would not understand what's going on here. But, um, the pack then took on Andrade, both men, Malachi Black and Cody have come to the aid of both Andrade and pack. Right. So for those guys to come out to try and repay the favor in their own way was kind of neat to see. Um, Arn ended up hurting, beating up Andrade's butler or whoever the fuck that guy is. So at least there is a reason for him to be in the ring at some point. But um, honestly, I really couldn't tell who the crowd was rooting for. Um, it might be evenly split, but there was a lot of booze for Cody. And no, I was really ate. rooting for Cody because he needed this, you know. He did awesome. So did Malachi. But Cody's really good and. You know, I feel like he needed to show it, and he did. He pinned and he won, but it was weird because there were still lots of booze, and I saw like there are all these people behind Cody, like thumbing down and booing after he won, and I don't get it. Like, you know, you can like Malachi Black, but how could you not like Cody that much? You know, and here's the thing: I also have been watching Roads to the Top. And to my utter horror, <laughs> what I've always feared is true. 
they do take it personally when they get booed. <laughs> and I can't stand that. So now I'm like really concerned. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm really upset about it. Yeah, it's, it no, and it's, it's going to be so awful if uh, little so Liberty. Sad. If 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 ba- little baby Liberty boos her her father, that's that's going to be too much for him to take. All I know is that he was so sad about getting booed that like I I don't he's like literally not sure what he's going to do with his career now. <laughs> and that uh, also though me. bear in mind that this was six-ish months ago so no it wasn't that long ago it, 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 yeah it was it was a ways back uh, yeah i think like all the events of every episode what? are at least a few months in the past that was new york was it yeah that wasn't that long ago you were in new york when was that uh like a month ago yeah it's not uh, that long ago uh yeah i'll i'll say this this or maybe that was before New York. Never mind, that was before New York, but I don't know how long before. This match, uh, like I, I wrote, what is this in my notes? Because there was so much, like the why Andra- Andrade was there. I, I get, you know, I figured it was probably uh, something that happened during Rampage. Uh, uh, but then, uh, uh, why did Malachi spray Arn? Uh, why was Arn in the ring for like five minutes? Yeah, uh, I feel like there was a spot that was supposed to happen and the timing got messed up and he was just sort of there for a real long time. Cause like they were outside of the ring and then all of a sudden Arn was in the ring and he was just like hanging out there. Yeah, I know. It was like, that's not right. Something's- <laughs> well, look, I would uh, do that like, too. If why I did the chance. nightmare family come out and then they disappeared? I was unclear on why they were there because um, like <laughs> if you were a member of the nightmare family, you would come out the ring just for no reason and then just well, disappear. Remember totally. they were having issues for some reason. They were right. slapping the shit out of him last week. They <laughs> just like they they're like, Oh, here they come, and then we never heard anything about it again. I'm like, what is going on? They didn't uh they didn't forward the action, they didn't do anything, they weren't there in response to anything. Um and and yes, I, I also have been watching Roads at the Top and and I get that um feeling, uh, you know, like seeing him, you know, like deal with like, uh oh, they're, you know, uh uh they're turning on my, you know, face character, like what do I do? Um and like some friends that I have who like went to the New York show, he was like, Oh yeah, we were all booing Cody. <gasps> and it was kind of weird because um when AEW first came together, I was like Eh, I don't much care for Cody and everybody was like so for him and now that I'm like you know what man that dude works real hard and he's, he's made a good. lot of uh, choices a lot of choices that have hurt uh, his like in-ring career by putting other people over and yeah. you know, like, he's been pretty selfless and you know like he seems to be doing good work as an executive like uh, I'm I'm rooting for this guy yeah. and and everybody's turned on him so hard I'm like oh clearly I like uh, I'm just somehow contrarian in my opinions even when i don't mean to be or want to be just yeah, like for I, some reason i'm like w- w- why do you not and obviously i love malachi and i would uh have preferred he won every match against cody um but obviously i get that you know he, he's got to win at least one back um but uh, it doesn't make much sense to me and i don't know yeah, I don't. I like, don't. I never got it went either. to such lengths to get Malachi over when he put his boot, took his boot off. Right, like that. Literally, all that was 
was to get Malachi over. Yeah, and now it's weird because uh, people were mad at him for it. Yeah, they. I was mad at him for it. He's wrestling as a face, and they are booing him, which means that uh, Malachi isn't getting over like he's supposed to, and they're not switching it up so that Malachi is the face in this, which would be super weird, and they shouldn't do it, right? But like, yeah, they're cheering for him in the wrong ways, and the matches are a, a. jumbled higgly piggly messes and i think that's one of the problems is that they are cheering for malachi black because he is the shiny new toy he -hmm. was a favorite at wwe and he's doing some neat stuff here you know everyone's excited to see him and he was one of the first of like the really big names that they signed um that everyone was like anticipating so uh lisa yeah yeah, he was the first of one of the really big ones. Anyways, um, so everyone was just excited to see him and excited to see what was going to happen. Um, and Cody sort of is in the way of that, right? Like they could have put him up against anybody, but putting him up against Cody is the best way to get him over. Cody makes everyone look amazing. So we saw Malachi against other people and he sucked against those people. And I'm very clear on that. It was not good. I don't know if the two people didn't rehearse enough together or whatever, but the connecting wasn't good. Um, he was whiffing hard and that was annoying. And I, and you can't tell in this situation who's at fault. If like, is it the other guy or is it Malachi? I don't know. Um, but, uh, so he just ended up looking terrible against anybody else. He only has looked good against Cody. Um, uh, so I don't know, like he owes Malachi owes Cody a lot for that. And the fans owe, owe Cody a lot for that. Cause Cody basically it's kind of ended his cu- current situation. He's not, yeah. um, you know, I, I got really mad at him when he gave up like that because I was expecting some other sort of response out of him other than I give up. But he was really upset by getting booed <laughs> the, that first time. And then the second time is when he took his boot off or whatever. And actually, I can't remember which was which, but it doesn't matter. All I know is <laughs> like it, it was a weird call to make to do that. Um And maybe he thinks he needs to step out of the limelight for a while so that he can come back. Maybe people get used to Malachi and then it's like not, he's not as over anymore. I mean, he's like hyper over just because he's new, you know, kind of like CM Punk right now, I think is hyper over because he's new. I have yet to see the big bucks he's supposed to be bringing in. You know what I mean? I've mm-hmm. been entertained, sure. But with CM Punk, I haven't seen what I want to see in a match yet. So no. uh, Unlike we'll Big see Money, what Matt happens. Hardy. Hopefully it's better with Bobby Fish. But you know what? It's like that. It's like <laughs> it's like that. We don't know um, why things happen the way they do, but you know people are just excited. And that's all it is, is they're excited. And so with Malachi Black, I was also excited. And I also wanted him to win, but I in no way thought it would never cross my mind to boo Cody 
to no. prop up Malachi. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you can like just like with two faces, you can like both teams. You don't have to hate one to like the other. And Cody is really good. And I mean, to me, they were the perfect matchup against each other because Cody is like the good guy, the classic good guy, you know, and Malachi is supposed to be the classic bad guy. And, um, you know, Cody makes everyone look really good and he can take a lot of punishment. You know what I mean? Like he's tough as shit. So they can do these crazy things out in the audience and all this nuts stuff. Right. Um, yeah, I think, I mean, Cody does need to take time off. For a number of reasons, because he is an executive and has another job to do. Right. And he's got a new kid. Yeah. And if you take time off, then you get to come back and everybody would love to see you again. It's not like uh, there are a million reasons why he should just step away for a bit. Uh, all of them are good. So, like, hopefully uh, that's what we get here. Uh, yeah. I was sad that he disappeared after he put his boot up and then like. Well, I mean, that was just so he could could shoot the show. No, I mean, (laughs) it's just like. He could take time off all he wants, you know, but it was like just as a reaction to what happened. It would have been so reassuring as a fan to see him come back earlier than he did. That that was specifically so that he could go off and shoot uh, the Go Big show. Well, so like that's not what it looked like on Roads to the Top. Uh, yeah, no, it it definitely is. Uh, the the boot thing was for that reason. That's why he took the time off. Um, and now you know, uh, for yeah, different reasons. I think. I don't know, man. Go. Interesting. I'm it's worried though because I I I'm worried about it. I mean, the thing is, when it comes down to it, in this instance, uh, both of them are great and put on a great match, and the match itself was pretty good. But all of the things swirling around, made I, I middled it because it was such a hot mess of all sorts of things that did not work. Yeah, I, I, I thumbsed it up. Like, there was a lot of weird shit in there, but, like... I liked to see Cody do his thing, you know? Yeah, all right. Yeah, I guess I middle it also. It, I, I'll, I'll middle it because it was all right. It definitely got like, uh, it, it got messy, uh, but it was, uh, yeah, it was, it was okay. I, I middle it. All in all, how'd we do? It was an 89% show. Wow. Ooh, wow. Just uh, short of that brass I ring. will say that, and maybe it was just the uh, last match that uh, really brought it down for me. But, uh, uh, like, it did not feel like an almost much wa- must-watch show for that reason. But there's still a lot of great stuff, so. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, fingers crossed for the future. I th- yeah, I would say, like, just all around, fingers crossed for the future. Yeah, for all our futures, for a future in general that we continue to have days ahead of us <laughs> that should be a shirt it should be a shirt hey aew <laughs> i have an idea for a new shirt yeah. <laughs> uh ae double back in twitter ae underscore double back on bye, bye everybody. <laughs>